Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 118 of the Eavesdrop Podcast, the award-winning Eavesdrop Podcast. This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN and Upstart, and I'll tell you a little bit more about them later on. Uh, We are with the 20-year-old Halo World Champion 2018, Call of Duty World Champion 2020, the young man, the young phenom, the future of anything and everything that has to do with Call of Duty or whatever sport you you want to choose Mr. Shotzi. What's your full name, young man? Anthony Cuevas Castro. I actually have two last names, Cuevas and Castro. We all do. I'm Hector Raul Rodriguez Hernandez. You knew that, that that's a thing, right? Like in like Wait, la- really? in the Latino culture, you use both last names. I'm going to tell you why. There are so many Hector Raul Rodriguez's that you have to add the second last name to even narrow it down even more. And this was like back in the 80s when I lived in Mexico. Wait, so how come every other single brother is only like Castro? What do you mean? Like like my other brother, Gabriel Castro, Xavier Castro. So so Cuevas is whose last name? My mom's. Why? Do you have, do, do you have, do you have a stepdad? Well, no, no, what happened was I'm pretty sure they got, they, oh. I'm pretty sure what happened was they had me before they got married. So then it was like, Ooh. yeah, let's just, you know, yeah. let's, just, let's just throw it out there. Castro's a dope-ass last name. Shout out my boy Castro. Both Castros. There's two Edwin Castros. Are they two Edwin Castros? No, right? I don't know who that is, but yeah. Castro 2021? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Phenom? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, of course. Right the soccer, yeah, 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 yeah. The FIFA Phenom dude. Yeah, no, of God. He's long overdue for a follow-up, Matt. All right. Anthony Cuevas, and let's get you're you're from the second that you stepped into Call of Duty, I called that you were gonna be one of the best, and and look, I I just knew, okay, <laughs> but I never I never I said knew. that publicly because you were on an opposing team, and what am I gonna do? Hype you up? No, I'm not gonna hate yeah. on you either. You I mean, no, nah, I could tell, like you know, at event you're like, you yeah, know, it was one of those like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah right. I knew. That's the man right there. Yeah. The f- future. Uh, I want to I get started. Like, I, I want to ask you as many questions as I have because I want everybody that watches this to get to know you. Yeah, of course. Uh, it seems to me as though the Green Wall has not only welcomed you with open arms, but they've, you've sort of become one of their favorites uh, in a matter of one match of you playing with, uh, with us. Obviously, going up against you, uh, the hype that you have around you, and it's not hype, right? Like, the hype is real around you because you are that, that talented player. Yeah. Um, who are you today? I'm Anthony, and I get on Call of Duty every single day, trying to get better. Simple as that. That's that's all. You're a Call of Duty player, a professional yeah. Call of Duty player, 20 years old. Uh, when, where, where were you born? What, uh, what, what nationality are you? Like, where, where, where we come? So the from? nationality that I still have no idea what that is because of the fact that, like, I'm white, I'm Salvadorian, I'm Mexican. Like, I, like, what, what is that? Hispanic? I just say I'm Hispanic, but like, yeah. I don't know. Well. Who, who, uh, what race was your dad? Salvadorian. Salvadorian. Your mom is? Uh, American. American. She, is she white? But she's like, her family is like. Is she Caucasian? So her dad is from Mexico. Her dad's from Mexico. And then her mom is from, I'm pretty sure, the USA. So your, is your, your grandma, does she have blonde hair or is yeah, she yeah. fair skin? She does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you are, yeah, you're, 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 uh, you're Mexican. Yeah. yeah. 
Hey, let's go. Rasa. Let's go. Is I'm actually Mexican? <laughs> yeah. I well, that. I mean, you, yeah, of course you have Mexican. I had to be Mexican. There's no way, like. Yeah. yeah I have Mexican blood in me. Like, yeah, yeah. And uh, and your dad, you said from Salvador. Yeah. San El Salvador, yeah. Uh, okay, well, where where were you born? Like, give me some info. So I was some born info. in Modesto, California. I grew up uh, in the trenches. Actually, what's weird is that I grew up in a really, really good neighborhood. I had a two-story, I had a pool, I had a, I had a hot tub, you know what so I'm what saying? So what the fuck are you talking about, the trenches? Well, no, yeah, I'm, let me get to that. And then uh, I think the stock or like the... The stock market? Yeah, some in either the stock mar- market the or the... Yeah, the housing. I'm pretty sure my mom was in real estate. Yeah. And then that crashed in like what, 2008 or something like that? And then everything went down now. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then they got divorced and then my mom raised all of us up and like- When you say all of us, what what are we talking about? uh, Five brothers or three at the time. Steven, which is my older brother, he's like 25, I think. Uh, He's his own gym, so shout out to Steven. Yeah, shout out to Steven. Gabriel, he's, damn dude, I don't even, they're two years apart from me, so 18. He's probably, you know, just got out of high school, has yeah. a girlfriend, all that good stuff. Xavier has a girlfriend as well. He's 16, you know, want to yeah. be a COD player and all that good stuff. So, is he, Are they all here? No, no, they're all in California. Okay. So, oh, because you are from, so you're out here by yourself right now. Yeah. You moved out here. Yeah. Where do you live? I mean, don't, uh, don't tell me that, actually, because, you know, we don't <laughs> want people to be visiting you. I live in you. Te- Dallas, Texas, basically. In Dallas, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you have five, you have four brothers, sisters, any sisters? Uh no no, no sisters. sisters so all brothers well, nah, now I have five brothers but I'm saying back then I had three okay why do you have five now because of the your, your because, mom remarried uh, yeah okay so you have step brothers yeah two of them cool. uh, Kai and Christopher shout out to Kai and Christopher yeah. that's a that's a pretty pretty big family it is a big family that's awesome man I I have uh, three brothers and sisters I have one brother and two sisters so I'm I'm I come I too come from a family of uh, siblings um. All right, so you grew up in Modesto, California. You grew up in a nice house, but the housing uh, market crashed. Yeah, and then, so there, that's kind of when I found gaming because, like, I don't know, we didn't really have, you know, any cool stuff or anything like that. So then, like, I was like, hey, I want to go to Grandma's house because Grandma, she was doing good. So I would go to grandma, my Grandma's house, and then my uncle was actually a semi-pro in Halo 2. What was the same? MLG Sorrow V2. Yeah, I mean, you probably don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was a, so he's a semi-pro in Halo. And then I just, I mean, I literally went over to his house one day, watched him play Halo, and I was just addicted. I'm not joking you. I would sit How old were you? Uh, like six, seven, five, something Get like that. Get the fuck out. So, yeah. you, like, at, at that young age, you were able to not only put your tiny little I hands around the I was literally doing this. Yeah. And, like, reaching. Yeah. Small and, hands, and yeah. that's the only reason. So, like, I played Claw. You know Claw, right? Of course. Yeah, so he played Claw, and I would, like, watch him play, like, Studying everything he did, just because he was a semi pro, you know. And I like up, I like looked up to him. So then, that's how I like figured out Claw, even though I was like five or something yeah. like that. I remember like the bottom right, you know, the, there was like a, a white circle, black circle, that like old controller. Yeah. And uh, after he would get off, because he played like 10, 12 hours, I'd hop on, only play like an hour or two campaign, and then get off, and then rent. Campaign. The so you weren't even playing. Yeah, he, he didn't let me play on his account, so I'd play campaign. Yeah, I bet you he'd let you play now. Oh yeah, no, of course. <laughs> like, so, so you're you're playing campaign, and what? Where did the affinity come from? Like, obviously, kids are gonna like video games because what? What is there not to like, right? Like, you're, it's 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 bright, it's vibrant, it's a yeah. it's a it's a metaverse of sorts, and you're you're sort of, uh, you you sort of can become this master chief of sorts, and you become this person because you're controlling it. All the decisions that are made are your decisions. You're just controlling this dude. Yeah. Uh, but at the at the age of five or six, I don't think that you can you can truly comprehend like the path that you were about to go down. No way in heck. So yeah. tell me how, how uh, what, was, what was it like 
going to school. Let's start there. Like, what was high school like? <laughs> high school? And then tell me the years that you were in high school so people can get a, a sense. Like, was it five, three years ago, right? Like, yeah, you, no, it was not even that long ago, honestly. It was, I don't even, dude, I'm really bad with years. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I, dude, I'm not even lying. I hated high school. Yeah. So, high school, me? like, yeah. yeah, freshman, I got in freshman year. Now, let me ask you this. I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. Did you, when you say you didn't like high school, are you saying that you didn't like the work in class? In high school, or you just didn't like the atmosphere? No, no, no. Put it like this: I didn't like it because I wanted to pursue my career, which is gaming. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have that, I wouldn't mind it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like, I had, you know, what's that? I had a tunnel vision. Yeah. Well, no, I had like a focus. <laughs> I had like a dream. rabbit ears, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I had like a dream. Okay. I, and like a vision. They, yeah, I had a vision, and yeah, I was yeah. like, all right, I gotta be pro. So then, I mean, that's what, so then I was of age of 16 yeah. when I entered, like, what, freshman? Yeah, Wait, whenever. No, 16, you are uh, a junior. A junior. All right, yeah. so, like, my right, freshman When did year, you graduate? How old were you? I was 18. Okay, so 17. I graduated when I was in, in 1997 when I was 17 years old. All right, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're here to talk about me, he says. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anyways. So you played, you, you played uh, Halo through, through high school? Yeah, so I played Halo through high school. The thing is, they had an age limit. So, like, I couldn't compete until I was 16. Yeah. So then I had to wait. And then in the meantime, like, growing up, I always did soccer. That was, like, my thing, just, like, pastime. So I did soccer and gaming. I did mostly soccer because I, I was, like, really com uh, competitive until, like, I was like, whoa, like, I'm actually really good at this Halo thing. So let me give it a shot. That's when I knew. I was around, like, 13 years old. That's... uh. When I knew I was like actually pretty good. And how did you compare? Like, what what made you say it's like, yo, I'm kind of better than everybody else? Like, were you playing? Like, so when Halo Two Anniversary, I mean, it was really dead back then. Yeah. But there was a, a website called PGL, and that's like basically game battles in Halo. Pro Gaming League. Yeah, and then me and my friend Falcon, which is on phase right now, they mm -hmm. just got announced yesterday. Um, we went 200 and 0. We played like Ninja Spartan. We played. On all types of really good guys, and just then thirteen year old kids beating the year, shit. Yes, and we're two hundred and zero, and that's when I got known. And uh, finally, Ninja beat us on the stream. And he was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> like we finally beat him!" Yeah, and I was pissed, and I was like, mm. And then once I was, I was of age, um, I finally was able to compete. And then that's when I was in high school. And then yeah, did people like all your friends in high school knew that you were like this this like, no super I, gamer? I hate it. Why? Just, just, I don't know. It was one of those things where, like, I didn't really like talking about it just because back then it was kind of like no one really knew it was even a thing. You're saying kinda. back then as if it was, like, a decade ago, right? Like, it was literally <laughs> well, three saying, years like, ago. By, by then, like, Optic had already been in the lives of everyone, right? Like, well, I'm like saying, phases like, and all that was At least in high school. that My high school atmosphere, it was, like, all sports and, you know, all this other partying and all that stuff. And gaming was, like... Down there, yeah. you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Until, until you show them a fucking paycheck. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean? And then the only reason I actually got noticed was when my 3D graphics and animation teacher randomly, randomly in class, I'm sitting there doing my little 3D art stuff. He said, "Guys, I need to make an announcement." Hits his paper. There's like a newspaper. Yeah. He gets out, and he literally reads that I won the Halo Five World Championship and something like that. Yeah. And then everyone started just gassing me and asking yeah. questions. Wait, yeah. so so you won uh, a championship while you were in high school? Yes, that was my junior. I think it was my junior. Year. Did that spread like wildfire? Because I remember asking Attach the same thing, and Attach said, "Yeah, like, no, everyone knew at that point. Yeah, literally everyone knew. Oh, this, you know. yeah, <laughs> that's that man right there. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, did that increase your popularity? Did you get? Yeah, I mean, yeah, did anybody like come at you the wrong way? 
everyone treated me like differently. Like royalty and shit <laughs> yeah, almost? Yeah, like, oh shit. Like, yeah. yo, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah. How much that. did you win? Uh, 125,000, I'm pretty sure. You personally, 125 grand. Yeah. Oh, so for sure they were like, yo, let's be friends with this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Bro, it's crazy because back then I was dressing like I was a hype beast. I was I had my Yeezys, my my MCM backpack, my you know all that good stuff. And now I don't even care. You don't care no more. Once that's yeah. usually it happens. I mean, if you look at billionaires, they buy like they purposely buy like the cheapest car available so they so that people know that they don't care about money. I'm like, it's easy <laughs> to not care about money when you have all the money in the world, yeah. right? Like it's it's uh. It's what it is, but it's also a good thing, right? Like at your age, being disciplined and not spending the amount of money that you're making and you're planning for your future, like that is the right approach. Yeah. Right? It's 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 not until you get to a certain level that you're able to have your money make, you know, your dispensable money to to, to get out there. So props to you on that. Um, you. When you told your mom or like how was that family uh, relationship when, when like the, the whole thing happened? Obviously, they see you playing. They see you spending a lot of time on these, uh, on these games. At what point? Did did she or in the beginning did she say anything and then at what point was she like, damn, damn? My mom is probably the coolest mom you'll ever meet, and I say that because of the fact that like she was really laid back growing us up. Like she, you know, she obviously yelled at us and stuff like that when we needed to, you know, get spanked or, or actually, I mean, she never spanked us, but she never hit you. No, never. my mom and dad both beat me up at the same time once. I was that is I insane. was I was in third grade. I had come home. <laughs> We're not going to talk about me, okay? But let's just say that the nuns at Tercer Centenario in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico, they beat the shit out of me. Bro, these nuns would grab you from the side because I had long hair, like long hair. <laughs> yeah. They would grab you from right here. Matt, grab your hair right here and pull a little bit. Wait, now that now, hurts. Now I imagine know grabbing like a, a full thing and then just being whipped <laughs> like this, bro. Like, And then you know what they would do? Uh, Second grade, they I, I like laughing, right? Uh, and when you're not supposed to laugh, the laugh gets louder and more intense. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting next to this dude because we're they were spitballing, right? And there was this <laughs> one kid that had like ears like this and had some big ass eyes. One of my friends like shot a shot a, a ball at him yeah. and it hit on on his ear, and I'm like, but then he followed it up and it hit him in the eye, and when he blinked, like his big eyelid like swallowed it, and I was just like, I was just I started dying, but the guy that shot it was like went like this, and when he said. Oh, bro, boogers oh, came up, and gosh. I just lost it. I'm like, bah! I started crying. I was, I was crying. The the fucking nun comes up, grabs both of us from here, take us to the front of the classroom. We're sitting there like this, right? We we have our hands out like this, and then they put a meet a, a wooden meter rule on our hands while we're while we're while we're kneeling, and she's going around it's like, you know, Jesus Christ doesn't want you to be doing this. You, they want you to you know be taught well, yeah. but. So she like slaps this dude with the with her own in the back of like on his ass, and then he, she hits me too, and I was just I knew then I knew then that I could not be a Catholic all my life. I'm like I'm not <laughs> child abuse is child abuse. What did yeah. I just hear? Those. But then this is like 1985. Uh. Okay, this is not it's not okay. What do you mean? Oh, like it's it's never been okay. Because well, like not because like back then I've heard crazy stories saying like yeah, you know that's how that was back then. So then. I get home and then I get my ass beat again because I misbehaved. But like, think about the the series of events that had to happen. If 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 TikTok existed back then and that happened to be captured, it would be the most viral. Oh, hundred percent. That sounds yeah. hilarious. Because not only do you get the first hit on the ear, and that's funny because he's got big ears, but then he swallows a spitball with his eyelid, and then the dude throws the boogers. Yeah, I can't like even the imagine, like, Jesus. Bro, I, I died laughing, and I got, my, I got my ass beat. All right, so your mom never, never disciplined you Yeah, no, you guys she like was that. really cool about everything, honestly, and... um 
growing up, yeah, like she said, she was really laid back and stuff like that. But then when it came down to gaming, she didn't understand it. But, like, I felt like back then she realized that was kind of my outlet just because, like, back then I was really, like, quiet and stuff like that. And she knew that, you know, gaming was just, like, yeah, like I said, my outlet. Yeah. And then from there on out, um, she just let me be. So, like, all right, just, you know, make sure you do homework, all this other good stuff. And, uh... He's <laughs> a fucking blonde maniac now. But, uh, he, he fucking had to, had to dye his hair for fucking Halo. <laughs> fucking minute. All right, anyways. Um... Where was that? Yeah, your mom was was uh, cool. She was like, she said it was all right for you to play oh, yeah. because you because uh, yeah, she kept said, you off the streets. Yeah, yeah, kept me off the streets. I had friends, you know, throughout gaming and stuff like that. And then uh, fast forward, I guess you t like to you know when I started making money, I showed her and she was like, oh, really cool. Like, make sure you save this. Like, this isn't like I've never seen anything like this before. Make sure you save this. This you know you never know this could end you know the next day and stuff like that. So yeah, I listened yeah. to her, her um, you know input Advice, stuff like yeah. that, and then. It finally got to a point where I had a steady income, and that was when I was like, "Yo, kind of want to, kind of want to get out of high school." You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> and she, then she, she didn't like, let you. She was like, eh, "Like eh, maybe." And then she, I don't know. My mom was just to like, if I ever tell her anything, she'll probably do it if I, you know, if I really want. And then it got to a point where like, all right, I actually want to quit high school. So then we go to the like a thing. What, uh, what do you mean? I don't even know. There was a, a building to like get our, our packets to do like on online schooling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like I could actually pursue this. Yeah. But then I was there and then I was like, you know what, Ma? Like, let me actually not do this. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Let me actually listen to your advice and do school or and do gaming. Yeah. Just because, you know, I'm going to trust you. And yeah. then that's what I did. And then I graduated high school, you know, and then I got. You know, Halo 5 ended in 2018. I'm not sure mm -hmm. if you remember they said, hey, we're stopped. We're going to stop hosting oh, yeah. Halo events. And then from there, I was, like, Sad oh. day. I was like, yeah, oh, shit. I was like, yeah, what's happening now? And then that's when I played Black Ops 4 in 2018. That's when that came out. And then that's how I met Ender. Yeah, so, you, so your transfer from, from Halo to Call of Duty came because the game completely yeah. ceased to, to... Literally, there was nothing. Yeah. And by, and by then, then, had you already won the your, yeah. your championship? Yeah, I won championship and then i'm pretty sure i won four events i could be wrong on that okay so the championship that you're talking about where you won 125 that's the world championship yeah, world championship okay so you won you won the world championship while you were in high school yeah that's in, like attach had the same the same story oh yeah in aw yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that's uh that's super cool i always thought obviously like when i started doing this gaming thing i was like 29 but i always used to look at like uh like temper and all of my boys from 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 phase way back when mm. and i'm like it's got to be like the coolest shit to be that popular not just in your school, but like globally, right? Like you have a brand behind you, and you're like living this fucking rock star lifestyle. Yeah. Um, did you were you doing YouTube like from the beginning? Like what? Uh, YouTube. I've never been a YouTube just because I never knew how to. Yeah. I didn't even know how to start streaming until Halo Five, literally. Mm -hmm. Like that's when I started streaming on the Xbox because I didn't really have any like I didn't have a PC or anything like that, and I started streaming on my Xbox, and I'd get like hundred viewers playing just you know regular arena. And then I got to a point, like I said, when I had steady income to finally get a PC. And then from there on out, I discovered how to stream finally with an Elgato capture card and all that good stuff. Shout out Elgato. Yeah. Um, that's that's uh, that's cool. Now, as, as as you were going through all this stuff, uh, did you have to travel like to, to any, any events? Because you were super young, so you you had to have, have yeah. either your mom let you go with somebody or did she accompany so you? So my first event was with my older brother, Steven. And he grew up playing with me, trying to, you know, become pro and stuff like that. So he ended up taking me with his own buddy. I'm pretty sure him and my mom split or something like that. We went to St. Louis. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. You haven't paid him back? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, people I, invest I in you. you no, nah, I, I paid him back, but oh, okay, like, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, no, I paid him back. I yeah, gave him stuff and yeah, stuff yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, trust. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, was, I was gonna make you correct that shit ASAP. Yeah, Scump, yeah. holy fuck, I'm just like pulling teeth with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, go. Uh, yeah, so we went to St. Louis, and it was really, really like snowy and stuff like that. It was actually really cool. Wait, nah. Our first event, we went into a hotel room. Everyone on our team had to split up, you know, the the cost and all that good stuff. Um, I I almost slept in the closet. We had our coach on the floor, and we had I think two guys on each bed. So it was I kind of experienced that like back in the day yeah. type of event. You know what I'm talking about? Were where you guys like, head to toe, or you guys side side by side with a side pillow side. in the middle? Side, no, no pillow in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah, people were trying to spoon each other and stuff like that. Yeah, but I would have I would have totally like put pillows somewhere. Like just in the middle. I'm pretty sure I was in the closet, so yeah. I, I was vibing. Yeah, like I, I know <laughs> headphones be, in, just fucking. <laughs> yeah, I was literally vibing, and like back then, because of the growing up, I literally would sleep on the floor with my brothers just casually. Yeah, yeah. It was like a normal thing. We're like, oh, I'm not gonna lie, this, you know, the floor is actually comfortable than the mattress. Yeah, uh, that's how we were back then. Yeah, so yeah. I was used to. It. I'm I'm very familiar with that. When Stro and I used to travel to like E3s and stuff together back in the Eon days, like I would always take the. I'll always take the floor because my back has always been like wonky. My lower back has always been a little bit wonky, so I've been yeah. like uh, that. But you know, luckily we we were a- we were both able to make enough through our businesses to where we could afford our own beds e- eventually. <laughs> um, okay, so Halo announces that you're no longer going to be able to compete in there. You find Black Ops Four. What what where does this decision come from to to sort of make that switch? The confidence, right? To to make that switch. Yeah. Have you played? Call of Duty up until this point. Have you have you ever heard of, of Optic up until this point? Oh uh, no, of course. Like growing up, so uh, I can't remember exactly, but growing up, I've started watching COD. I remember from AW. Mm-hmm. Wait, so was Ghost before AW or after? Before. Okay, so then no, I, I've then I've been watching since Ghost. Okay. So I've been watching since Ghost, and I didn't hear of Optic until AW. Okay. And that's when you know the whole dynasty, and you know they're all winning like almost every single championship. Yeah. And I mean, like we're that. still the most popular team since Tattoo, but who's counting? But you know what I mean. But <laughs> yeah. but Ghosts, like definitely, like we had Nate Shot at the time, Scump at the time on the same team. I no, yeah. The thing is, I'm pretty sure I wasn't like that into into like God, the entertainment side of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then, then I watched a W, and this jetpack game looks insane, mm-hmm. and then. Like I said, I watched the optic people just absolutely just dominate every single team. So then I was like, "Holy, yo, I need to get an optic." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like, well, I want to be you know so, like one of these players like these days. And then from there on out, I literally just loved COD. I love watching it. I never competed in it yeah. just because I've always loved Halo. Growing up, I literally played Halo One, Halo Two, Halo, yeah. like all that stuff. So uh, I've always wanted to be a COD pro, but I never had the the balls to switch. And then. Honestly, the Halo 5 thing just kind of, it was just like... Pushed you over the edge. Yeah, it was just like, hey, this might be my opportunity. And then how did, how did you, like, who do you contact? Like, what was what was your path to get on, on, on Call of Duty? So, I played wagers in IW, and I got somewhat known. That was uh, Ailey? Yeah, well, I actually made Ender break his monitor when I played him for, like, $50. Literally, we played in a 2v2, and I always tell this story because I know it, yeah, it, yeah. it sticks him. <laughs> and... He, I was like, uh, I had this, there was this character that was G8'd, Bef- it, well, before I played it wasn't the G8'd. The robot? Yeah, I don't know. Too skinny? It was either the robot, yeah, 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 I'm pretty sure it was the robot, it was too skinny, the hitbox was like, was not that big or whatever, right? So then, uh, I basically shit on him, honestly, and then he literally broke his monitor, left the game, sent me a DM of the picture of his monitor, can't play, and then sent me a picture, and then we had to cancel the match right there and then. 
That was the only time I talked to Ender until Black Ops 4. So yeah. it was IW to Black Ops 4. And yeah. So who I was playing with, that's how I got back into the scene. Mm-hmm. His name is Onyx. So me and him played as a duo. We played tournaments. We played against Ender and Selium for like $500, crazy amounts on stream. And then that's how I got known. All right. And what, what like, um, <clears throat> obviously, you, you, you get known. What is your path to pro at that point? Like, uh, you got known. Like, who picks you up? Who made you an offer? Like, who was looking at you, like, early on? Yeah, so me and Ender knew we were, wait, should we? Yeah. Oh, wait, keep talking? Yeah, hell yeah. Fuck these dudes. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so me and Ender, uh, we, like, played against each other, and we just knew we were really good. Like, Ender was, like, the, my villain. Or yeah. like, wait, your, is that the right word? Your nemesis. Yeah, my nemesis, like, yeah. or my rival. And yeah. Like, I, I hated playing against him because he was good. And he hated, he hated playing, playing against you, uh, against me. So then once Selium was of age to get on phase, he had no duo. Yeah. And then I was like, yo, like, let's, you know, let's team up. And then from there on out, we literally played tournaments together ever since I hit him up. Yeah. Played Chows. And then fast forward to MW, I was still on, keep in mind, I was still on Splice because... After the end of H5, they kept me. Uh, yeah, they kept every everyone on my team. They tried, I don't know if you remember, but they tried Spice, uh, Halo slash COD team. Yeah. They had like that Halo team. I was able to compete because I was yeah. underage. So then they dropped them because that didn't work out, but they still had me. Yeah. I'm still like 17. They still had me. Fast forward to MW, the whole roster. Well, first, shout out Marty. Oh, uh, no, of course. Yeah, because they, if, 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 if they kept you on salary, like this is something that I give uh, Stro props for. Because uh, he kept that, he kept this Halo team on salary the whole time, whether they were competing or not. Yeah. And that is something that a lot of organizations don't like. I don't know if I would have been able to do something like that, right? Like I'm a. Uh, uh, w- when it comes down to what's best for Optic, I always make the right decision. And if there wasn't a competition, like I wouldn't have been able to do what Stro did. So, uh, shout out to Marty uh, Laser Chickens, aka Laser Chickens. Yeah, yeah. Laser Chickens, my boy. Yeah. So shout out to him. So all right. So you're 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 on Splice. What's happening at this point? So I'm on Splice. Um, I'm thinking that I'm gonna be on Ultra or what were the Ultra? I'm pretty sure they had a name, Ultra Academy or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I was gonna be on that, which is like basically the B team, um, and I was gonna play through challengers. And I mean, obviously, I was down to. Don't get me wrong, I was down to do that because I mean, I had to find a way, like Drake and Josh. Anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah. So then, fast forward, Kyler. I, we, we were friends with Kyler because uh, we met through Halo and they, we played Chows with him and all that good stuff. He was like, yo, every single team I have right now, I'm confident in them, but like, I there's just something, that I, I just want to team with you guys, which was in me and Ender. You come across Kyler because you knew him in Halo. Yeah, and then yeah, what yeah. Happened? he had a lot of team offers. The guy, the guy was a guy. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he had so many team offers and then it got to a point where like, he just wasn't into it, I guess, or, or whatever. So then he was like, yo, I really, really, really want to make this team. Me, you, Ender, uh, and then like obviously at the time, like um, it was like yeah, we could just get whatever AR, and then obviously we got Crim Clay. But anyways, um, I was like, yo, I really, really. Oh, so this was do already this. for Envy. Like this was this was already in preparation for the Empire. Yeah, this is yeah for Dallas Empire, and I was like, yo, I'm down. Like I'm so down. So then he was like, but you gotta do your part, and I was like, what's that? You're selling splice. You gotta like, you know, <laughs> basically say you don't want to play for them and all that. You know, I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So then I, you know, I told, uh, I talked to Laser Chickens and all that stuff like that. And then that's when Stro and then Marty got involved. And then Stro kind of just, yo, here's the bag. Let me so, get him. So Kyler is the one that, that. Oh yeah, Kyler literally 
He sacrifices his salary. I mean, I'm pretty yeah, sure you heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sacrifice salary. The guy. I, I love you, Kyler. Yeah, shout out Kyler, man. Good, 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 good people. Um, the 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 thing that I want to talk to you about next is obviously like um. <clears throat> where where do I want to go with this? You distracted me, Maddie. Uh, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break. Uh, let's go little, say hello to the sponsors, and then I want to continue having the conversation about uh, like your your first year in Call of Duty, right? Because it's it, it, from the beginning, uh, my man Frosty Bradley yeah. uh, Bergstrom. Uh, he was the, he gassed you up to me like from the beginning. He's like, that is the best player you're ever gonna see play. <laughs> no bullshit. I was I like, and, and I'm like, if that's coming from this dude who is the best player, you know that I, at the time I'm like, that's the best Halo player period. Like yeah. everybody's gassing him. You know what I mean? Every single time I talk to that dude to to Frosty, I'm like, "What's up, champ?" I've never I've never called him Frosty. I've never. Called, it's always, "What's up, champ?" When I brought yeah. when I brought them out to the Call of Duty event in in uh, in Anaheim to go uh-huh. see the 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 COD team play, "What's up, champ?" Champ. I told everybody, all the security guys, somebody, oh, this is fucking champ. You let him through. All right, like, whatever he needs. Uh, all right, let's get let's say hello to the sponsors really quickly. This sponsor happens to be a sponsor that's been with us from the beginning of the Eavesdrop Podcast. It is ExpressVPN. What is Express? VPN. Well, uh, ExpressVPN is simple application uh, for your computer or your smartphone or pretty much any device uh, on in your network that encrypts all of your network data and tunnels it through a secure VPN server so that your ISP cannot be seen uh, or any of your activity be seen by third parties. Look, hackers, they don't they all they need is to be on the same network as you are. Okay. Right? That's the easy. Just think about how much of your life is on the internet. Sadly, the list of people you've messaged, sites that you've visited, and videos you've watched get tracked by the tech giants who then turn around and sell your information to all of the sales sites. You, have you ever received a phone call from somebody you, you shouldn't have? This is what this protects you from. That's the reason that I recommend ExpressVPN as the best way to hide your online activity from your ISP. Uh, your internet service provider, if you didn't know. Uh, you just download the application, tap one button on your device, and you are protected. We use it here at the Hex Court, especially last year during COVID, where we were playing from here. We wanted to protect ourselves from getting booted. We wanted to protect ourselves from being doxxed. You know the deal. Uh, ExpressVPN does all of that without slowing down your connection. That is why it is the number one rated VPN by Business Insider and The Verge. Uh, so stop handing over all your personal data to the ISPs and other tech giants who mine your activity and sell off your form, your information. Protect yourself with the VPN I trust to keep me private online. Visit expressvpn.com slash hex with a three. That's H3CC. That is E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash H3CC to get three months extra for free go to expressvpn.com slash h3cc right now to learn more the link will be in the description down below to make it super easy but make sure that you follow this one so we can get credit for it and expressvpn can continue to bless us with the sponsorship right link in the description go check it out our second sponsor Again, one who is, you know, coming back over and over again, and that means that you guys out there are taking advantage of the opportunities that we are presenting for you guys. Now, this happens to be Upstart, right? Upstart is a Upstart is the ability for you to get ahead and to lower your monthly fixed rate. If you have a bunch of credit cards out there and you dread seeing your account, you dread seeing how much money you owe and you have several of them, you have student loans, you have that, this can help you. How? Right? If you're carrying credit card balance month after month, it can feel like you are in a never-ending cycle of debt with no end in sight. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. If you dread looking at your credit card statements, as I just mentioned, you're not alone. This happens across 
the entire world. Uh, the weight of the debt can be crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. How? Well, Upstart is a fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Rather than looking at credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, your current employment, and a credit history to find a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score line in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. What am I saying? Let's say you have a credit card that you owe $3,000 on, and then you have another credit card that you owe $1,500 on, and then you have a student loan that you pay $1,000 a month in. Well, if you get a loan for... Uh, call it whatever, $50,000, then you can pay all of that off and all you have to do is pay one single payment because you've already got rid of those credit cards. So take a look at it. Maybe it's something that you guys are interested in. You can re even receive the funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can help lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash eavesdrop. Uh, that is upstart.com slash eavesdrop, U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash E-A-V-E-S-D-R-O-P. Don't forget to use the, the, the URL down in the description. That way they know that the eavesdrop podcast is the one that sent you. One last time, upstart.com slash eavesdrop. So I just mentioned the link will be in the description down below. Please be sure to use that. And please be sure to use it. Get ahead, especially for the upcoming holidays. You know you want to get your start for the fresh new year in a fresh way. Upstart.com can help you get there. So. Check it out. It's down in the description down below. Let's get back to a man, Shotzi. All right. So Frosty, as I was saying, uh, like, like gas you out to me. So ever since he did that, I kept my eye out on you. And when you, when you came into the league, you were met with a little bit of resistance, right? Majority of the time is going to be pro players who see their career almost like they see the silver, not the silver line, but they see the end of the line. Yeah. Uh, as a professional player, unfortunately, and fortunately, obviously the league, the league uh, does does benefit um, a lot of the normalcy that you see now, the standardization of of what a Call of Duty player should be. Yeah. Uh, we've always needed that. We never had it. Now we do. The problem with that is that now we only have twelve teams, and because of that, it's sort of you you, you chop all of it in half, right? So yeah. not only does the competition get better, which is good for everybody because the competition is going to be more exciting, but you also see this this sort of turning of the tide and the passing of the torch of of these professional players just straight up being like something's happening. So they're going to try to save their spot as much as they can. Yeah. Did, did you meet that resistance? Like how did it feel to be coming into a new space and people are like, Ugh, the new kid in school? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's how Kyler, he was like, yeah, this is how people are. You know, I want to be a team, and a team is just like, tell, and like, don't talk to behind my back. If you want me to tell you something, tell me straight up, and we'll deal as a team. And then that's kind of what I stick to by, mm -hmm. or stick by, like, to this day. Yeah. So shout out Kyler for that, because he gave me, you know, he gave me tips, uh, you know, getting into the scene. Yeah. And I, I, I've seen it. Like, you know, people talk behind people's back and stuff like that. I mean, you know how it is. So. I do. Um. Yeah. And then, or wait, what was your question? Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, like yeah, the, the that's resistance. Kind of, that's kind of my experience throughout just being a rookie. And then, like, oh yeah, oh the cool kid in school. They're like, yeah, oh look at this guy. And then, uh, I played eights and stuff like that. I got picked last in the beginning, and yeah, then I got yeah, picked yeah. first in the end. Yeah, you know what, you what I'm saying? saying? <laughs> you, have to, you have to, you have to, grow up. You know what I'm saying? Not uh, too crazy, but yeah. All right, so so you go to your. What was your first event? Uh, Oh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Minnesota. That, that's not even an event. That's right, really not even an event. It's the event. event. It's the inaugural event, right? Yeah, like that's that uh, of the league. It's not just an inaugural event for them. It's like the league. Yeah. Uh, so you guys don't we, – we play against each other. Like how, how did it feel to, to play? <laughs> Was that the first time you played against Scump? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, actually, well, I played against him like in Black Ops Four. But Black like, Ops Four, but on not, land, yeah, of yeah, course. on land, yeah. that was. How how did that feel to go up against not only just Scump but the green wall behind? Um, oh, you guys broke me down. Yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you want <laughs> yeah, me to? Yeah. You really wanted no, me no, to I say don't. That. No, of course not. No. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm king. Protect the brand. All right. No, yeah, honestly, they, that that entire series, like going up to it, I was so confident. We were literally on the sideline. Oh, we're gonna shit on these guys. Like I fucking hate these guys. Yeah, yeah. And then go over to the the event, and they like honestly, it was a different. It was a different feeling than Halo because, like, Halo, you kind of, you know, obviously it's somewhat big, but not really. Like, it's just its own small atmosphere. And then going into that atmosphere in Call of Duty where, like, everyone is just like, let's go. Like, stuff mm. like that. It was, it was lit. And um, I don't know. I just. Well, I'll tell you what. Like, Halo back in its in its heyday when you were, like, Oh, yeah, probably, of course. It was, yeah, it's it so was loud. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Look, Halo, Halo inspired me a lot, right? Like, uh, and I'm not talking about Halo specifically. I'm talking about, like, the what MLG did with Halo and the way that that all of the players were were sort of built around there. Um you know, opti- optics started around the same time that the that that the final bosses and the carbons and the triggers down and the BTHs and all these like cool orgs. Yeah, super super and they weren't even orgs, right? They were just teams. Oh, yeah. Um you know, orgs didn't really become a thing until everybody started to sort of gatekeep people like Optic into into their own stuff like even like like uh like envy specifically and hasro specifically was uh-huh. one, one of the like yo maybe we shouldn't be fucking doing this yeah Let, let's <laughs> let's try to keep you know professional professional let's keep the youtubers at bay as much as we can yeah. uh to the point to where they i think i think it was somebody from activision put out a message on a on, on a game battles forum that said hey we need a representative from uh call of duty to to talk who is it so then they made a poll of uh-huh. who should be the representative for competitive Call of Duty, and we put Nerve up to this dude that used to be a part of the team it was Nerve, Hasro, uh, Moho, and then some other people, and then obviously the Green Wall was the Green Wall, so everybody nominated Nerve, but they still gave it to Hasro, which is the right move, right? Hasro is a fucking he, he's he's a definite Godfather, made man in yeah. this industry, right? So um, there, we did go through that gatekeeping as well, and, and we went through that gatekeeping in in just all of it, right? It wasn't until maybe five years ago where uh, the PC organizations that had investment money and that, that, you know, they saw us as like, you know, just a team, not even an organization, mm-hmm. just a team, right? Even though, I mean, the viewership and, and our fo- social media following just fucking trumped every single one of them to this fucking day, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, they they were a little gatekeepish around there. So, you know, I did what I did best, which is make sure that I enter into every scene with, with knowledge and respect and understanding of the history yeah. um, before I step into anything. So... You you get to London right after after this event, right? The London crowd, being the London crowd, is very very boisterous. They are trained <laughs> from a very young age to be excellent sports fans. <laughs> At a very young age. Yeah, they are, bro. Like, if, if I love London. Yeah. Like, seriously, like. Same. I mean, the food. <laughs> what I, food? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> what food? <laughs> yeah. Right? What? Where? Where? Yeah. Where's the food? Where's me, the in food? Their, me and Nader lived on the McDonald's the entire yeah. weekend. We, we did Shake Shack. Oh yeah, it was right around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't even realize that until like the last day or something like that. What about uh, uh the Perry Perry chicken Shenandoahs? I I tried. It. I just I just yeah yeah it's you know it's, 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 <laughs> yeah I mean it's cool. Yeah, we could get that at fucking right on the street <laughs> yeah, at, exactly. at snappy salads and shit. <laughs> no, I will. I now that I gave it a second chance, uh, a second yeah. chance, like I I fucking fuck with it heavy. Yeah. Okay, so you go to London. Um, they they interview you. Obviously, at that point, have you had practice in front of the camera? Did anybody tell you? I did, but, like, it was one of those things where... When you're in front of the crowd? Like, 
No, no, no. <laughs> I want go. <laughs> no, it was just one of those things where, like, I'm so bad with, like, well, now I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. But I was, I used to be so bad at, like, trying to figure out what I was trying to say because on the spot, my, my brain would go, yeah, yeah. But now it's just like, all right, relax, you know, think about it and then yeah. just go with it. You, you've definitely matured better on camera than, than that one time. And the amount of people that were, like, shit talking you then, and I, I don't, uh, I, I made it, a, like, I made it a point to, to talk to the camera and to everybody and said, that whatever you saw, like on you, like it couldn't be the the way that they were gonna judge you for it, right? And I, and yeah. I said, uh, I don't remember exactly what I said, but something along the lines of like, whether or not we like it, like this dude's gonna be here, just period, right? His 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 level of skill is just that. I I always compared. I'm like, look at what formal was able to do, right? Like this dude is on the same thing. And I, and if snake might snake bite moved over, and if royal, if lethal, if oh, yeah, all I say it all the time, yeah, yeah, like if all these dudes moved over, and 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 and, and vice versa, right? If if scump formal we're seeing them moving back to to halo like they are gonna be competitors 100%. right like the hand-eye coordination doesn't go away look at shotzi i mean look at uh at dashi on valorant look at dashi on on counter-strike look at scump on on or salamander man on, on counter-strike <laughs> right like this is this is a natural god give also if you put simple if you give simple the opportunity to play Call of Duty, the same Shroud effect is going to happen where he's just—he's just a god. Oh, when really? You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. uh, shout out fucking simple. By that the guy, way, dude, Sasha. I want to meet that guy. Yeah, oh, you want to meet him? Yeah. Yeah, same. I I, 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 I met him. I met him a couple of times. He's cool. Yeah, and then uh, I think I was starstruck when I when I saw him and I saw uh, uh, Freiburg, obviously for sure. And when I met Olaf Meister, I met Olaf Meister. He's he he was. We were walking at ESL One New York. And I just uh, I just uh, met Sasha, shook his hand. I'm like, yo, big fan, whatever. I was walking by uh, Olaf Meister, and I was like, yo, big fan. He's like, I like your videos. And I was like, <laughs> I think I think that's all I remember. And I remember like, uh, I, I'm fucking 40, 30 something years old, mind yeah. you. Okay, like I'm, I'm an old person. I have a kid, and I still felt that like that little like nervousness when he said, I, I, I like your videos. I was like, look. I do. I do remember in the same event walking into the at the time SK team, the the Brazilian team. I I accidentally walked into the locker room and I was like, "Holy fuck!" (laughs) And I was like, "What's up, y'all?" And then I just fucking walked out. I wish I would have taken the time to like go go up to him and and and, uh, introduce myself and like met them. But it was like one of those shock moments where you're just like, "Holy shit!" Scumper jumper in the building, looking fresher than fuck as ever. (laughs) Why are you looking so trolly? What's up, dude? How's the shots? Okay, who? We're back to it. So I was like, I was starstruck. Yeah, this guy's fucking, fucking fiend. Um, is there any other esports athletes out there that that you would wanna that that you consider like a like a top one? Who's have you ever met? Uh, Simple or any of those like the big super Counter Strike guys? Olaf Meister. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm into like. Players that just do crazy stuff like tens, tens, is, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, honestly, him that that'd be like my next up, him and Sybil. Just because, like, I mean, dude, you watch their gameplay; they're just insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something is crazy. They're, they're anomalies. They're like they're like you, right? They're, they're like scump. They're like these these players that just have this extra one little chromosome that made them be <laughs> who the fuck you are. Yeah. Um, do you miss Halo? Do you miss like obviously you you've been playing it a little bit, but do, from a competitive standpoint. Is your is your itch now strictly with Call of Duty, or do you sometimes feel because you obviously can't compete? Yeah. Uh, do you often feel like, man, maybe, I don't know, maybe I do miss that. Like if you, I found a place in COD that I love, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Like switching over, it, I still love Taylor, definitely, hundred percent more. 
that I mean that would because I grew up playing it. But now I got to a point where like I I love COD. Simple as that. And if I had to switch, it would mainly just because be because you have COD. To. Well, yeah, either that or COD just stopped hosting events, just like Halo. So yeah, when when you're good at at two games the way that you are, does that do do you have that like obviously we we discussed you coming to Raleigh and playing in the FFA. We uh we discussed you playing for Sentinels. We discussed you playing for fucking <laughs> SSG. Ace keeps hitting me up. He's like, "Yo, can shots you play?" And I'm like, "No, he can't. He's in the league." Well, what if he changes his name and he doesn't go as Shotzi and he goes? He as, didn't trust me. Huh? When he kept hitting me up, saying, "Yo, dude, like, please." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Dude, I can't." Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's uh, the, the way that that happened. Obviously, like you hit me up. He's like, "Yo, can I play for Sentinels?" I'm like, "No." I mean, are you crazy? And you're like, "Yeah, I thought so." Just trust that I knew the answer. I just wanted to ask just in case. <laughs> and then immediately after, like two hours later, Formal hits me up. He's like, "Yo, uh, can I play for Sentinels?" I was like, "No, are you crazy? Like, no, of course not." And then what happened? And then and then he's like, he's like, "What? What the fuck? Why not? I already told him, yeah." And I was like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Well, you should." <laughs> I'm like, you should don't. I'm like, then, Wait, what? yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? You should. I'm like, no, you can't. And he's like, dude, why not? And I'm like, you should have done what, what Shotzi did. He's like, what's that? Ask me first. You know what I mean? Whether or not you could. He's like, dude, I'm already playing for SSG. Why wouldn't I go play with, with Sentinels to do that? And I'm like, all right, well, let's talk about it. So I was at my, uh, at my, at my father in law's funeral. So I'm like, yo, hit up, hit up Stro. Like, he, he can, you know, guide you through this process. So uh, it ended up the, where, where they worked it out. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad that I didn't take it. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you, how do you think that the, the Halo event's going to shape up this weekend? Dude, I don't know who's winning. It's literally one of those things where, like, usually, you know, especially in Halo, because, like, I mean, the top four is the top four, but, like, now it's just Optic. <laughs> Optic is definitely, like, top two. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's obvious. They've gotten every single finals, and simple as that. And then the other team is just, like, they, at any given day, uh, you just never know. Yeah. Who's gonna win? If you were to put money on it, if I, if I were to put money on it, I'd my safe bet would be optic, hundred percent. Just because of the amount of uh, well, experience I mean, they've they gotten have. finals, they yeah. they're confident. Like when when you go to finals, every single like I mean, even if it's online, like yeah. the confidence is gonna strive through land, and yeah. especially like you beat a good team online, you're you're winning the event. Simple as that. Yeah. And uh, I think the chemistry has a lot to do with it right 100%. now. 100%. And, uh, and I think that they have it in space. Obviously, like, you know, Trippy, super nasty, a fucking incredible, incredible player. Uh, who, do you, who do you think right now is the, the, the player? Both of them. Trippy and Lucid. Those guys. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah? No, 100%. Yeah, if you were on that team, what would happen? <laughs> Yo. I don't know. <laughs> I'll be I'll be water boy. Yo, you want water? Let me know. As Lucid walks by, very amicably, just upright and just no, focused. he's he's literally never slouches. I don't know if you ever realized. No, never. He's slouches. got a good good posture. The best. You think your posture has a lot to do it's with uh, your in-game abilities? He said, ah, <laughs> "Nah." Um, all right. So obviously, you, you you couldn't come because obviously you're you're uh, you're you're a Call of Duty League professional. You have yeah. certain rules and, and regulations that you have to abide by. Uh, if we wanted to, I think I think that we could have made it happen, right? Ask for forgiveness, not for permission, is the way that I operate in every single aspect of my life. Yeah. Rules are there to be broken, etc., etc., etc. Push the fucking envelope. Follow no rules. You know, make yeah. your own path. That's the play by the rules. Say by the what? Play by the oh, rules. No, terrible advice. Said Casey Neistat. You, you don't play by the rules. Nah, never have. Can't. Really? No, man. Innovation doesn't come from fucking rule followers. You're no. saying, champs, you have the opportunity to break the rules. You're doing it? As a player? Yeah. 
No, no. I mean, in competition. Oh, is it, oh it's different. In ter- oh, okay. Oh, I'm I talking. See. I'm talking about in life oh. in general. Like in competition, obviously there's there's rules, and you want to be an honorable man and win honorably, right? Yeah. Like, uh, but but in business and in, in all this stuff, like I mean, you know, be innovative. Like you, you don't the, the the people that follow the rules are that. people that follow the rules aren't the ones that make the rules of the future, right? Like you gotta you gotta you gotta know your limits to break your limits. You gotta know the rules to break the rules. Period. As long as you're not harming anybody. From a physical standpoint, you're and, valid. And the other thing is, is like I see business differently because I'm not a traditional businessman. I didn't go to college. I didn't do well, like one semester. I did. I didn't. I didn't go to college. Everything that I know and everything that I've accomplished has been truly just simply off of common sense and instinct. Yeah. Where others, you know, follow certain rules and parameters. The other thing is, is like there's nothing that I won't do for optic. So right there. I'm already always going to win because there's nobody out there, I think, that is always going to put their life on the line, their family on the <laughs> line for this. Yeah, dude. Like, I love Optic that much. That's good. Yeah, it's just it's it's my thing. So, uh, obviously, going into the season, uh, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of Call of Duty drama, and I don't want to go too deep into you it because you if, mean Halo drama? No, oh, Call of Duty. Oh, you're talking, yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, oh. look, there is Halo drama, and and, and that's going to play out the way it plays out. Uh, I feel super bad for Royal. Obviously, like I I know this dude. I know him. I, he's been he was my player for you know close to three years. Like there's there's not a single ounce of scheme scam or otherwise in this dude. This dude's an honorable dude. Yeah. Well, the the shit that happened to him, unfortunate. I believe that he did forget. I believe everything that he said on that paragraph. I believe one hundred percent, and I'll Love vouch it. for him any day of the week. Um, but you know, rules are rules, and and it is. And even if he would have shipped his 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 computer or whatever, like like at that point, you know, it doesn't even make sense to to do something like that. Uh, do I think that he deserves to get a, a suspension? It's hard to tell. I I, it, I wouldn't. It, it, I would I would literally, if I was in their position, I'd literally just give like put them in open bracket or whatever, mm-hmm. and just that's it. And yeah, let them go to the vent. I, I think I think something like that it, it makes sense. I think maybe swapping the seatings and, yeah, and putting them as last, like something like that, because they're they're gonna they're gonna come up for air no matter what what position that you put them in, right? Yeah. Uh, and and I think that you know brands brands like theirs is 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 needed in there, right? Like uh, they're a, they're a solid solid team. They're legends in the in their own right. World champions back to back. I mean, you know what I mean? Like these these guys aren't the, these they're guys not, aren't. Yeah, yeah, they're not like they didn't just come into the team and start winning. Like no, they've. I, I think They've been the best for like the last couple of years. It's it's like, hard for it's hard for me in my position to to say that Halo was wrong, and it's hard for me in my position to say that that they should follow the, the you know my logic, our, our our logic that we just yeah. had there because we're not the players. I'm not the player. Like I yeah. think that the players in that case should should do the 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 voting, and if it's if it's honorable, and, and then they would have been playing at this event, and he he wouldn't have been suspended. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is is like all right, cool. What he did online. You know, whatever. Fix the seating, like move them to last, and and up everybody else. Like yeah. just replace it and let them gauntlet it out because they are going to be able to do that. They have the skill to get out of there. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. No, they don't need to do what people are saying that they did in order to do that. And all this fucking, you know, the 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 fifteen, sixteen, seventeen people that were out there saying that it's, it was optics fault that, that that happened. It's not like you you uh, no. they they should know better. And I don't I don't even want to give it any more any more gas uh, to, to that. Pretty um, sure if any team was in that position. Yeah, had high ping, they'd be complaining the same way. Yeah, so whatever, it, it it is what it is. I I do think that it's it it adds onto the to the drama of the event. I think it it's gonna make it a little bit spicier. But you know, so, such such as uh, is competition, and you're gonna have these little 
you know, situation like this. But I, 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 I have to figure out a way to ask you questions where I don't get you fined in your views of to, to Call of Duty, right? So, like, you I, ask me anything. Yeah. So the, the the thing is this, right? Like, I I've been in Call of Duty since Call of Duty Two, right? I I I say that Call of Duty is more mine than the people that are currently making the rules. Yeah. Right. Because I this has been my life since two thousand and five. I have Call of Duty and I have had a relationship since 2005. Since 2005 and since since I since Optic became a thing, I have done nothing but to try to make Call of Duty be the best that it can do. To the point to where I've sacrificed going out strictly for talent and have focused mostly on viewership so we can grow that audience because people, pros and fuck included, don't understand the fact that if the viewership isn't there, that they don't have a fucking job. Nobody's going to invest. That's facts. The $25 million that you have to invest and pay you the, what we have to pay you when you don't have an audience for me to sell one single fucking controller. Period. This is a business. And it has to live alongside this art form that is competitive Call of Duty. So from the beginning, I've tried to do everything the right way all the way through. But to have this year after year sort of disappointment in the way that they launched this thing and i've had these the discussions privately with them and publicly with them and it just doesn't seem like it's ever going to get to a place to where we are hopefully right like everybody says yeah. you know, but, and i understand and 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 i want to always i always make it a point to clear the spot like the people that work on call of duty not from a developer I'm, I'm talking about the league the back office the 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 brandon snows the johannas the like everybody that works yeah. on, on on league ops like they get it right but the amount of of layers that you have to get through in order to make change happen is near impossible really and as much as we try to be boisterous and 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 that like people from that side are going to say like well getting the fans mad at us doesn't help well, what does help? Because when we go through the pro through the proper channels to get some sort of help here, it doesn't matter. Uh, very early on, like we had this discussion when the league thing was about to happen. Yeah, I made it a point to tell them. I was like, "Yo, we built this, right? We built this for the last ten years, and we had had zero support, zero support, never had support until David Vonerhart came in Black Ops One. No support, and then we have to take years off and years off. So literal no support. The fact that we get out here." You know, on on the second second season of competitive Call of Duty, and we don't have a fucking common sense third game mode that players can compete in. We don't have league play. I mean, look at the success that Halo has had just doing the right thing. And yeah, I get it. Three four three is way bigger than Activision. Okay, so they have the <laughs> fucking resources to do that. Like you see how asinine that sounds. It just sounds goddamn ridiculous. Uh, it's, it, it's just, and I get it. They're a publicly traded company. They have to do what's best for the investors. They're a business first, entertainment uh, uh, channel second, competitive third. I get it. But give us fucking something. No league play again? The fucking <laughs> 15. I'm going to count one, two, three. That's like 15 games in. What what game are we in? What what Do you do you know what this is? Uh, yeah. What number are we on? This, this has to be like Call of Duty 17. You know what I mean? It's disappointing. Put it like that's the best word to to just place it. Because switching over to COD, I'm over here thinking like, because I remember, I mean, you you were there in MW. Um, the I don't I forgot what it was exactly. The player reunion mm -hmm. reunion or whatever. Yeah. Basically stating like, you know, they're out or like their map. Twenty four. Call 20, of Duty twenty four. Twenty four Call of Duties. Yeah. And there's no league play. It can't be Call of Duty twenty four, bro. Fourteen. No, since Call of Duty 2 is the way that I count them. 
no offense to anybody that played Big Red One or, or, or the first Call of Duty. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a good 14 years, man. I mean, what's the math? Well, there's not even been, I'd say four years, there's not even been, like, a good ranking system, right? Black Ops 4. What was after Black Ops 4? MW. MW. Cold War. Yeah. Now this game. Yeah. Nothing. So I guess well, three years. Maybe they added. Yeah. Well, what about the, all the other years? But we didn't even have spectator mode until David David Ronahart came into the picture. And even then, the 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 game after that, we didn't have that either. Like I I I I find myself sort of loving this thing and will do anything for Call of Duty. It changed my life for the better. It changed my life, uh, just in, in such a way that I want to do everything that I can to help it continue to be here forever. Yeah. Like I I I want this thing to be forever. Uh, and it just seems like every single year is like excuse after excuse, and then now they're fucking up uh, uh, Warzone too. Apparently, like I haven't had a chance to play Caldera, but like the the fact that people like uh, like Doctor Disrespect, Ninja, fucking uh, Nick Merckx, Tim the Tab, like we we can't lose, we can't lose these massive personalities that are enjoying your game. Just because the artists behind the game or the developers behind the game can flip something around. And to me, that's like the biggest tragedy ever because for the longest time, we've wanted to be the game that those sort of personalities play. Like, look, we're, we're doing good as Optic. We're, we're doing fine as Optic. Face is doing fine as Face. It is what it is. But we need these Tims. We need these Nick Merckx. Uh, of course. Like, we need these other yeah, need, yeah, casual players to, to, to do this thing. And it's just like, it seems to me as though, like, we take, we don't even take a step forward. We just, we, we, we're, we're constantly just like taking a half step forward in, 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 in progress. And then immediately after that, something just, they just don't hit the mark. And here we are. As a professional, like, crazy to hear. Because the thing is, like, everyone thinks, like, the, like the players is what will change everything. But like, if you truly think about it, isn't it like the, every single person that bought in would make a change? Mm -hmm. But the fact that you're saying you've tried and all this stuff, like, I mean, you're basically answering everyone's questions. <laughs> it's it's not even that. It's just that I, I think that they're that big of a business to where like this, the, the art part of it, the, the passion side of it, like it, it's sort of, Falls off the uh, off the side of the of the boat. Like, like their with, priority, with no their priority is like making money. And and but the thing is, what you're giving them would make way more than what they're making right now. In theory, yeah. But like, if you're making a billion dollars a year, are you gonna move those dials too much to 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 fall away from it? My business head says, I get it. My my heart and soul say. If we if we go with the cool, if we go with what's right, I think that in the end we are going to be able to monetize this even better than what we're monetizing right now with just casual players. the The thing is, is that we all see something that is coming down the line, which is that this is going to be a sport that's televised nationally. I mean, obviously, right now globally, right? But that that is one of those staple sports in American sports. It's Call of Duty, man. Call of Duty is an American sport a European sport the way the Counter-Strike is. Like, it yeah. has that possibility. All of these kids that are growing up the way that you did are going to see these teams. They're going to be aspirational players. They're going to be able to say, like, yo, I'm better than these things. Like, what's next? What is my next step here? Yeah. And they're not going to have that opportunity because league play is not there. They're not going to have that opportunity because the resources aren't there. Like, it's just... It, 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 it makes me wonder at times why we are sort of like 
put in charge of of not only paying for the spot but also promoting the game and also trying to fix the game and 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 as much as we get this there's like hey we're working on this and i believe that the people that are giving me these these notes that are saying that they're working on it that they're working on it but there's like 900 lawyers out there that are protecting the bottom line and that to me is like again my business my business head gets it what wouldn't i do for a billion dollars a year you know what i mean <laughs> fuck y'all <laughs> but at the same time my heart and soul is like yo there's 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 something here that's that's just so so beautiful man like it's like we we have it we have it's the literally opportunity. your like child basically. yeah in a sense yeah my son my 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 adopted child right my your child is adopted. yeah your adopted child is right here but yeah it's just... man it's like we, we need to water this plant like we were one of the most popular esports ever with literal no, like we made that happen you know what I mean? Call of Duty didn't make that happen. We made that yeah, happen. Got, our yeah. community, 100%. Our, our, our user-generated content made that happen. We created the interest of people who were watching us casually play sniper battles to convert them into Call of Duty competitive, you know, watchers. But little by little, you start getting these, like, next year, next year, next year. Like, like we've been here next year since Call of Duty Black Ops Where's your 16 teams? Look, I, I don't think that I don't think that we're ready for sixteen teams. I don't think we're ready for sixteen teams. I don't That's think they, I don't think we're ready, man. Like I don't think that the monetiz- monetization uh, ability. First, there. we need like what league play, third game mode, all this other good stuff before we even have sixteen teams. Is what you're saying? I, or you're saying like a a foundation of like just everything. Special. Look, like, I think I think everybody here is very very happy with with the position that we're in. To we're we're very very uh, we're we're very. I don't want to say blessed because it sounds too religious, but I think we're we're we are very lucky and we are very blessed to grateful. to be. Yeah, no, I mean that too. But like we're happy that we're one of the twelve teams, right? We would like to have more teams, but it's just that there's a, there's this like slight disconnect even amongst teams, man. Like I see a lot of teams not putting the resources behind that they do. And if I can do it by myself as a single fucking person and entity for a whole year, if I can do it, billionaires and sports teams that are that that have these teams here can offer more resources to the people that they're they're working. I don't like to not see content coming from every single team. I don't like going to their YouTube channels and seeing that the last time that they fucking uploaded something was five months ago. You know what I mean? Those 10,000 people will turn into 20 eventually. Those 20,000 views will turn into 40,000 views. Time. It just takes time. You know, and, and, and it may seem like a, like they're losing, like, like they're, they're, they're fighting a losing battle, but this is, the, the, this is what I went through, right? Like we worked for 10 years to get to where we're at today. It's not so, just something that happens overnight. I don't like the fact that, like, you know, uh, 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 everybody sort of relies on what, what we're doing in order to have, like, a, 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 a business that thrives. You know, there's a lot of pressure on us. There's a lot of pressure on you guys. Like, I, one... I love that we create content. Like that's that's something. I love because, content. Yeah, it it allows us to connect with people. But that's just like that's half of the thing. We're not ten years down the line. We're not twenty years down the line where 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 professional players like you don't need to appear on camera because the brand is that big to, that no matter what we put on there is entertaining enough. Entertaining enough. Like I think that we have a responsibility as 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 adults to make sure that twenty year olds like you understand that your opportunity today is not going to be what the opportunity for a twenty year old in five years is going to be. So for now, my focus is going to have to be what it has been for the last ten years to make sure that you take advantage of the fact that you have an audience outside of of uh, of competitive Call of Duty that just wants to watch you give tips, that wants to watch you play uh, whatever games you're playing. 
And that's the way that you monetize that because you have to benefit from this. Clayster, uh, Crim6, like all of these people need to be rewarded for the hard work that they've put in. Of course. You know what I mean? 100%. So it's it's, it's futuristic thinking to, to sort of hope that there's going to be a players union and a players retirement fund for people like uh apathy you know what i mean who's a father and has served time in call of duty and has sacrificed what he had to sacrifice to try to make a living but to have nothing afterwards like yeah i mean could he have could these pros in general could they have made more content there and not wait until they retire to create the content like yeah but that's happening to give you guys a view of what could happen if you don't take advantage of all of the opportunity that you have today right if you're not creating content on a daily basis while you're competing right there's no reason why the most successful Call of Duty player right here, right now, is the hardest working player in all of the league. If I'm the lowest denominator as a pro player, if I'm ranked, the, if I'm not in the top 25, I should be working harder than Scump. And the fact that nobody's working harder than Scump should tell you what sort of culture we're sort of cultivating as we're going through this thing. Damn. Period. Yeah. Any closing comments? I know we, we got more content to, to, to shoot, but anything you want to say? <laughs> Shout out Seth, my boy, Scupper Jumper, a.k.a. Salamander. <laughs> Salamander. Um, shout out the Green Wall. You guys are crazy. And uh, shout out my family. All right. That's going to do it. That is pretty typical, Scump. Oh, solo shout out. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. If you guys want to find uh, Shotzi, please be sure to follow him on all social media platforms. They're going to be listed in the description below. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 118. We'll see you guys next week with a new one. Goodbye.